Saving the greatest country in the world is not a short-term proposition, folks. We can save this great nation, but it's going to take all of us. Why? Because we are America. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be better informed and inspired to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman, greetings from uh, rural New Hampshire, southern New Hampshire. I'm in a little town I've never been to before called Atkinson, New Hampshire. Made it through. Yep. Uh, I looked on the ground right here. I'm standing outside. It's probably about five or six inches of snow on the ground now. Drove over to a John Kasich event this morning where about uh, 50 hardy souls made it over here to hear from the governor of Ohio as Donald Trump. So his only event of the day, I would assume there's not going to be that much campaigning. Sort of a funny moment. There were a couple little kids here, and Governor Kasich said, why aren't you at school? And they said, well, it's a snow day. And Kasich said, a snow day in New Hampshire? They do that in Maryland. They close the school there. They shouldn't close the schools in New Hampshire. But it's one of those days, gorgeous outside, but uh, a little rough on the roads today. Five inches, yeah, I don't care what part of the country you're in. That's a whole lot of snow. Well, that's... Um Things are shaping up, and they're going to be trumping through the snow probably all weekend. Do, do any of the candidates have any activities planned for Sunday night, Super Bowl night? You think? Uh, I haven't. I would assume that pretty much, if you're smart, Herman, you will have a Super Bowl party of some sort, in which yeah. you, can, you know, like in Manchester or Concord or Nashua, and you'll invite people too, and then you know maybe the candidate shows up to watch a little, shake some hands or something like that. At at worst, you do it for your own people to reward them for all their hard work. But I haven't seen any plans. That you know, the the thing is, is that a lot of this is just on the go. Whereas uh, earlier, you know, you've got days and days to put together a schedule. A lot of this is lashed together at the last minute. For example example, just yesterday yeah. when we talked about, uh, I was at the Donald Trump event after we spoke, Trump came out and did all these retail politicking things. He was supposed to have another event today at the London Dairy Lions Club. That was only sprung on us last night, but they ended up uh, scrapping that because of the bad weather. But I haven't even seen a schedule from anybody for Sunday night. That's how sort of last minute it all is. We're not going to have that much happening tomorrow, unfortunately, because of the Saturday night debate that Republicans are having. So uh, that will sort of put a damper on events there but for the most part yeah it's uh, as i always say you don't use any of this time over the next four days you're never going to get it back that's a good point now what's your take on the clinton sanders democrat debate that was hard to find on tv and all that good stuff your take well, I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good debate in in terms of substance. I mean, you know, when there's only two people, you don't have anywhere to hide. It's not like you can stand there and hope, geez, maybe the next guy gets this question. I don't want to deal with that. Uh, there's no place to hide, and it went on for two hours, and it got very detailed, and at times somewhat in your face between the two of them. I mean, let's face it, they have been pressing each other pretty hard on a number of things. Hillary Clinton obviously had a couple of things that she wanted to drive home last night. She uh, basically accused Sanders of uh, when he says that you know she has these 
ties to Wall Street that he leaves sort of unsaid that she's bought and paid for by Wall Street. She took exception to that. I'm not sure that it changed or altered the dynamic here in any way in terms of what's happening with the Democratic race, but it certainly was an interesting give and take for two solid hours. I mean, it even went past 11 p.m. Eastern time, and so it went and went and went. I, I, was, I found myself sort of thinking, you know, how would the Republicans fare in a sort of mano a mano, just two kind of person lengthy uh, debate like that because it's a, it'd be a little different from oh yeah we had a debate and I had 12 minutes of speaking time you know with nine yep. people up on the stage which is uh, the Republicans will have their own debate tomorrow now here the, the script is being flipped you know the Democrats got an awful lot of attention for this debate this week and now the Republicans will be the ones who have the debates on Saturday night the next two weekends there's a debate tomorrow night here in New Hampshire and then there's one next Saturday night a week from tomorrow in South Carolina those simply will not get as much attention you know, just sort of the way it is so they'll be buried a little, but probably watched a little bit more by the people in that certain state. Right. Well, very good. Now, the the ones that we have coming up Saturday night, that's up in New Hampshire. And what do you mean by Trump tries to become Mr. Nice Guy? When? Where? <laughs> well, he uh, I remember earlier in the week, he really went after Ted Cruz and, uh, you know, there should be a revote in Iowa and more. And then he uh, all of a sudden came up with all these retail politicking stops. Yesterday, I was at the Trump event in when you were out in Oklahoma. I was at the Trump event in Exeter, New Hampshire. And about an hour after we spoke, he came out and did one of the uh, I mean, I've never seen Trump do anything like it before. He turned open the the town hall he took all sorts of questions it was a freewheeling kind of thing there were no insults there wasn't much boasting it was just him being a regular candidate then he met with local business leaders then he sat down with uh, the manchester city police today like i said he was supposed to be at the lions club i mean come on the lions club that's not a donald trump venue that is retail politics that is not what his style at all so obviously his people have decided that he needs to do something different in the final days here in new hampshire to connect with the people on an individual level in a way that he was not doing in Iowa and not doing here before, but everybody else is. So an interesting change, and it comes at a time when the the tracking poll numbers have shown, I saw one uh, poll done by the University of Massachusetts in Lowell, they've been doing a daily poll, Trump has gone down just a couple of points during the week. Uh, Ted Cruz has stayed about the same, and Marco Rubio has almost doubled his numbers. Nobody else is moving at all. Uh, you know, not Jeb Bush, not Chris Christie, not John Kasich. They're all sort of in the back. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see where this actually turns out. But again, you've only got this one weekend. Uh, ben Carson is finally here. He finally did an event today. He'll do one tomorrow and then the debate. But it really doesn't look like he's going to be a factor here at all. Now, I know we mentioned this before, but is it Christie, Kasich, and Bush who have been spending money in New Hampshire leading up to this particular uh, time. Yeah, not only spending money, but spending a lot of time here. Yes, they've been the ones who have been here the most uh, in recent months, and so they should have an edge, right? Well, it's not really taken off for Jeb Bush. I think that's obvious from some of his events. Uh, Kasich moved up in some polls, but not in others, and Chris Christie seems to have actually melted sort of away, uh, and I don't know if that's a reaction to what he's been doing out on the stump. He's been going after Marco Rubio on a regular basis, calling him the boy in the bubble and ridiculing his experience and saying that he's done nothing in the Senate. 
And I sort of wonder if the voters of New Hampshire have tired of that a little, like they don't want to hear the attacks. That's not what they're interested in. Uh, there was a poll that came out yesterday that had case uh, that had uh, Christie down, I think, around 6 or 5%. And like I said, no one is making that jump up. We're not seeing a uh, last-minute surge for Jeb Bush. We're not seeing a surge for, uh, for Christie. Kasich is maybe, but we are seeing movement to Rubio, and I think we might see even more movement to Rubio. And it's not out of the uh, line of thinking. I think some people here believe that Rubio even might have a chance to really make a run at Donald Trump. You know, I think that um, that Donald Trump, Mr. Nice Guy, whether it's on purpose, intentional, or by accident, that he's taken more of a not in, non-insulting, throwing flames and grenades at folk and stuff like that, whether it's intentional or not, I think that people are tiring of those kinds of things. And just like you said, um, you know, Chris Christie's gone off attacking root people are getting sick of that kind of stuff. So uh, it'll be very telling. Yeah, that's why I think there's a danger yeah. in the Saturday night debate. If uh, if Cruz and Trump go at it, Herman, and really hit hard against each other, yeah. and Rubio sort of tries to stay off to the side. I mean, I always look back at the lesson we learned in 2004 in Iowa, which was that Dick Gephardt and Howard Dean were going toe-to-toe against each other. And then it was John Kerry that came through and won and then swept a victory in Iowa and New Hampshire. And, you know, the, I think that would be the danger for Cruz and Trump is too much of a fight. And then Rubio could move up. I do think that, in, in fact, John Kasich in his event here that I was just in before I came outside to do this live shot with you, Kasich was stressing over and over again, you know, that he's, he's somebody who wants to get things done. He doesn't want to fight. He's not looking for negative stuff. He wants to find ways to bring people together to do stuff. And that is a message that is met with a receptive audience here among many in New Hampshire. Well, they always have the option to pivot to the substance. They don't have to fall for debate. Uh, do you know who the moderators are going to be for that debate Saturday night? It's an ABC debate now. I remember that George Stephanopoulos, I don't think, I think he might be involved in just sort of a broader role, but I'm not sure he's one of the questioners who will be there. So uh, I haven't seen exactly. I would think Martha Raddatz, maybe others. There'll be plenty of people there. ABC has. So uh, again, though, you know, it's a Saturday night. And I remember four years ago, the Saturday night debate did not really play that big of a role in the election for the Republicans here in New Hampshire. We'll see if that changes this time around. Well, the trend has been down, even if they weren't on Saturday night. So uh, we'll see, like you said. But the main thing is, hopefully it'll be substance-driven and not all of this um, soundbite attack and pitting one against another. I think people are sick of that also. So we'll just have to see how they handle it. You know, I think it's interesting because Trump has really changed his tune from, you know, think about it. Talk about a roller coaster this week. Monday, Mr. Gracious in defeat. Tuesday, going off on Twitter against uh, Ted Cruz saying he stole the election and there was election fraud. And then Wednesday, suddenly uh, reversing and, and not saying anything bad about Cruz. And then Thursday, going to Mr. Retail Politics and, you know, plunging in and shaking hands and meeting people. So it's really been a, a an odd strategic week for Trump this week. And again, I do sense that there are people moving to Rubio. As many as in Iowa, I don't really have that feeling as yet, but it's still a long weekend and four days to go until Tuesday. Very good. Are you going to get out and play in the snow? 
<laughs> Listen, I, I'm looking at it right now. I'm standing just outside. We're at we're at a uh, at a golf course. Unfortunately, I'm sure it looks like a beautiful golf course when there's no snow. Uh, but I came out here to make sure I could get a good sell. The only thing I can hear is the sound of the plows that are uh, driving up and down these rural roads here. Uh, it would be nice to get out. I have a feeling that I will be staying here for lunch and then waiting until the snow stops and not getting out on the roads right away. It was pretty slick when I came over here. There were a couple cars that were off in the ditches and stuff like that. Rule number one, of course, Herman, don't stop. Just keep going slow. Keep on going. You got it. Well, Jamie, be safe. Be warm. We're going to look forward to talking to you on Monday so we can analyze the debate from Saturday night live from New Hampshire. Thank you, Jamie.